Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane, And I'm Rick Gromlich. What's going on, Big Daddy? Not much, man. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. That's, that's my saying. I made it. How's, uh, how's life been with the little one? Yeah, dude. Adjusting well. He's still sleeping well. Um, and he's four weeks old today, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Is that him I hear That's crying? your daughter. That's, that's Finn? Yeah. Hot dang. That, well, that's mine. No, that was mine. But the scream was yours. Yeah. Yeah. Did it sound like an upset scream, or was it more of a uh, I didn't having attention. fun I scream? Like, she's been that doing that mine. a lot lately. She's been randomly screaming out, and then we look over at her, and she's like smiling. Just happy to be able to exercise her lungs. Yeah. So, so Rob, we're back in studio. Um, back and, in the studio, and we're not separated by a thousand miles. Yeah, Rob, it feels where, good to see where you. Did you where, I mean, you're back in Ohio. Where were you, bud? You want to talk about this? We already talked about it last episode. I was in Florida. Oh, did we? Yeah, we talked about my uncle's oh, yeah. did Pittsburgh that air? office. Did we do that? Yeah, it's already dropped. Oh. That's why we record now, because we don't have any in the bank. Okay, never mind. That's old news. Robert's back. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Yeah, no. So I am back. I did not get sunburnt, which is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and wait, could you break down that phrase, Christmas miracle? Uh, you know, theologically, please. Miracles tend to happen more um, when more people talk about Santa, Santa Claus, Claus? <laughs> Saint Nick. <laughs> Glad we both went there. Yeah, no, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, so didn't get burnt. Finn got to go in the pool for a little bit, which was her first time ever swimming in a pool. Yeah, how'd she do that? She got she the did, backstroke pretty good? Yeah, she did great. I just tossed her in the deep end, and I, I waited. <laughs> That's the way to go. I was a patient I, father. I waited 10 seconds just to see if she could get going. And then when I re- recognized she couldn't, I told Danielle to go in and get her. <laughs> uh, babe, you might want to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Finn had a floaty, and I don't think her chin even touched the water. We were just trying to be so careful, but she did enjoy herself. Good. Yeah. That's first vacay for her. For her, right? Uh, yeah. First yeah, out-of-state trip? Nope. Not the, her first out-of-state oh, that's trip. Right, that's I right. went to Louisville for T4G. Yes. So she, went, she was there for that. Yeah, Rob wanted us to go to, to Louisville for T4G when my wife was like almost full, like nine months pregnant. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she T4G was. T4G was, she was eight months. Okay. And More on top of that, Rick, I'm pretty sure you had already purchased a ticket and we had already like had a hotel booked. No, we did not have a hotel booked. <laughs> Maybe you didn't. I didn't. But we were going to stay in the same room, like buddies, like pals. Robert gets this weird idea of like what he, like when we're going to go on trips and, and stuff. We're going to be buds. <laughs> hey, buddies, we're going to be pals. All right, but you are going to the Weekender with me next year. What? Nine Marks Weekender. That's 2020. No, that's 2019, Big Daddy. Dude, I'm busy that week. Don't, you don't do that to me. You You've know got I a am. year. Dude, what if I have a ba- baby? You won't. Okay. You already do. Yeah. What if I can't leave? We're going to have to make sure I would that say you a time good, that a up, good right? Christian answer. Um, I'll be there by God's grace. Yeah. Lord willing. Lord willing. If the creek don't rise, we'll be there. That's right. All right. So, hey, Rob, what are we talking about today? We are back in the studio and we are wrapping up our Solas series. So, this is the fifth of five of the Solas. And today, we are going over Soli Deo Gloria. Rob, I think like you have a special a significance and a connection with these, the Sola series that I don't have now. You want to talk about maybe what you added to your, your 
life for all of eternity. Um, <laughs> what's going to be on you, your body for the rest of your life? Yeah. That makes this a little more special. Like Rob really. I don't know why this, this one would, would be more special, based off of what you're alluding not, to. Not this one topic, but like all the solas, right? No. You said you wanted to get all those tattooed on your arm. Yeah, I would like to potentially someday. Well, you, you started the process. <laughs> I didn't start the process with the solos. I did. I'm, I'm seeing where you're going with this, Rick. Yeah, you started the process. I'll, I'll go ahead and bite. I did <laughs> get my first tattoo. Yeah, Rob, tell us about that experience. Uh, the experience was, was fine. Did it um, hurt? It felt like a, a bee sting the entire time. So, you a, know, how, like a what, like, a, okay, like a, like a bumblebee, a carpenter bee, or like a, like a yellow, yellow jacket. jacket. Yeah, what about a yellow wasp? jacket. No, probably not as bad as a wasp, but yellow jacket material. And Did they so, give you like a stick to bite on? No. Um, took okay. like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, probably about an hour and a half. And um, got it on my left forearm. And I get, what I got and what was. What did you get? Yes, please. The, it's called the Cairo. And Cairo. Not Egypt, by the way. Yeah, no. The Cairo is um, an early Christian symbol that the early church used to identify with Christ before the cross became the popular um, symbol identifying with Christ. And what it is, is in Greek, the word Christos, uh, which is Greek for Christ. Okay, we're getting bored. Starts with Kai and starts with Rho. <laughs> And so those are the two first letters. And you know how like in baseball, yeah. so if, you're, if you play for like the LA Dodgers, your hat has the L and then the A over it. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially what the Cairo is. It's so this you, thing that looks like an X with another thing that looks like a P, but it's Chi and Rho over it. And then it's got Alpha and Omega on the left uh, and right side okay. of it. That's, that's totally your daughter screaming, bro. Yeah, she's making a lot of noise. That's your dog, too. And there's Neville. He's making a lot of noise. But anyway, Rick. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Congratulations on that. Maybe someday. Big step for Rob. Rob's been contemplating a tattoo for a while now. Yeah, yeah. um, Finally did. Finally got it done. Finally made it happen. Rob's waving at people. Dude, who are you waving at? My neighbors. What's his name? I have no idea, but he he looked over as if he recognized me, and I just waved back. Well, and then he looked back, like, what are they doing over there? They're talking into mics. They're having a conversation with each other, and they're not even looking at each other. (laughs) Yeah. So weird. Are you are you bothered that I don't look at you more while we, just, while we record? I'm just Is waiting for him thing? to like open up the window upstairs and peek out at us. Rob wishes I would look at him more. <laughs> so, All right, so the, if it's not obvious, we're outside. We're recording outside yeah. in I, my garage. Garage door's open. Right. We're on so. like the threshold of the garage. Anyway, okay. So first tattoo experience, big deal for Rob. Rob's been looking to get one for a while. Kudos to Rob. What was the guy's name who did it? The artist, Alex Parrish, out of. Stewart, Florida, I believe. Well, Alex, if you if you listen to this podcast, hey, your handiwork. Of course, looks he's a good. listener. Who who isn't a listener? Did you give him a, a card or anything? No, I don't have simple theology business cards. Oh, what a shame! Rob. We need to what get on shame. that. Let's get some VistaPrint going. I think we are Does anybody out there want to get us some some business cards? Dude, if we leave it up to listeners to send us what they want our business cards to be, yeah, that could that could end up not the best being idea. interesting. <laughs> All right, get back into this, Rob. Talk yeah. to us about it. So, how about this, Rick? No, why, this, Rob? You why tell me would... why. We're not there. Okay. We have to get the definition. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Why do, we, why do we think it's important to talk about the <laughs> definition? <laughs> <laughs> the definition of Soli Deo Gloria. It's glory to God alone. It's pretty simple. You nailed it, man. <laughs> glory to God alone. And so, Rick, you tell me, 
why would this doctrine of glory to God alone, why would that be important for the Christian? Yes, so... Um, or really for anyone, for that matter. Right, I was going to say, primarily for all human beings ever, because um, God is the supreme being, and we need to worship him and give glory to him. Um, one thing is for sure, as fallen men, we like to take glory for ourselves. We like to be well thought of. We like to have recognition. We like to get the applause. We like to be the people up front. Um, and even if we don't like to be the people up front, we like to be well thought of. We like attention, that kind of a thing. And that can take different forms. Anyway, we like glory. We want it to be about us. But that's our sinful nature. It's to be about God for God's glory alone. Because when we make it about ourselves, things go bad. And this is what happened with the Catholic Church and with the Protestant Reformation. You know, these guys were coming out of a system when it was the glory was on the Pope and the bishops and the cardinals and the cathedrals and their liturgy and all their systems and their rules. And yeah. the glory was to their tradition. It's not to God. And so when they came in with the solas, they were very distinctive. It is for God's glory alone. Now, when you say they came in with the solas, who are you referring to? The Reformers. Okay. When the Reformers came in, good clarification, Yep. Um, they knew it had to be for God's glory. It wasn't for their own glory. It was for him. That's my answer. Yeah, it's good. I'm sticking to it. Stick to that, man. I, uh, and you know what? I think, uh, I think the Westminster Shorter Catechism has a nice little thing to say about this. I thought it maybe it was Westminster, South Carolina is what you meant. <laughs> In our notes, we put Westminster SC. That's and Rob so, had. Rick, of course, Is there a South Westminster, Carolina. South Carolina? Dude, um, if not, the, we should start it. I don't know. I don't they, live in North might... Carolina, South Carolina, though. South Carolina's beautiful, man. Just drove through there. Well, yeah, it's nice, but do you want to live there? I don't know. Maybe. It's a nice place. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's probably thousands of people who, in South Carolina who listen to our podcast, so no offense to you. I like North Carolina because it North gets Carolina's a little bit warmer. Ex- but you warmer? know what? I mean, it's like warmer. That's than not how it works in North Ohio America, buddy. When you go north, summer, you don't get warmer. You get colder. But it's also not like as hot in the summer. You know what I mean? Nope. Yeah, so like it's better than Ohio in the fact that it's warmer in the winter, but it's still not like blazing in the summer. Here's the thing about North Carolina. There's a lot of people there. Like you think it's mountainous and it is, but there's a lot of people in North Carolina. Dude, a lot of people are moving to North Carolina. That's what I'm saying. So talk to me about Westminster, South okay, Carolina. So <laughs> Westminster Shorter Catechism. Yes. Um, and a, a catechism mm. is this huge... Uh, I always think of... Never mind. Keep going. What do you Sorry. think of, Rick? No, I'm not going to... You're going to interrupt no, me. No, no, what no, do no. you think of when no, you no, think no, of no, going, catechism? No. I think of like comb and I think of honeycomb. In the catacombs? Kind of like... But then it goes to honeycomb. Mm. Like it goes from catechism... The catacombs to honeycombs. Well, that added a lot of value to this podcast. I'm just, I told you I wasn't going to go, and then you said no. <laughs> okay, so a catechism is a doctrinal statement, basically right. full of questions and answers. And the Shorter Catechism is just an abbreviated version. And so in the Westminster Shorter Catechism, the very first question asks this. It says, what is man's chief end? Mm. And Rick, you want that, to read that answer? That's, that's a big question, I will say, though. Yeah, so what, yeah. what is the chief end a, of mankind? A man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And Desiring God, which is a ministry that we glean a lot from, uh, if you guys want to check them out, desiringgod.org, uh, they say something very similar. And so they ask the same question, what is man's chief end? And their response is man's chief end 
is to glorify God by enjoying him forever. So the Shorter Catechism, Westminster says, man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. Uh, Desiring God does just a little tweak on it, and they say man's chief end is to glorify God by enjoying him forever. Both are great answers. We wouldn't have any beef with either of them. Um, But Rick, where do we find this in Scripture? Where do we find? Because we are going through the Solo series, and we affirm that our final authority is Scripture. So where do we find this idea of soli deo gloria in Scripture? So um, Romans chapter 11, verse 36. What does that say? Well, I was going to read it, but they interrupted me. Read it for me. Read it for me. Do you want me to read it for you or for the listeners? Well, you read it for me, and our listeners can listen in. (laughs) Hey, Rob. (laughs) All right, here we go. For from him and through him and to him all things, to him be the glory forever. Amen. This is talking about it's to Christ, through Christ, and for his glory forever. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. You're going to take that one? You're going to well, let you, me read just, that one? You just said it. Tell the listeners where we find this in Scripture. That's all right, yeah, you take said. them all. Go ahead. 1 Corinthians 6, 20. What does that say? It says, For you were brought, you were bought at a price. You were brought somewhere. You were bought at a price. So glorify God with your body. 1 Corinthians, yeah, Rob, you got a tattoo. How does that work out? Did you glorify God with your body? Yeah, you, I believe did so. Did you do that? You think so? Yep. By inking it up. Yep. Destroying God's canvas. The entire thing is pointing to him. Your entire body? I think it's for your own glory. The tattoo is pointing to ask you about it. That's all I want. Nice tattoo, Rob. Yeah, that sounds like it's for God's glory. That's why my next one will be on my face. Would you ever get a tattoo on your face? Never say never. Okay. Uh, No, I would never. 1 Corinthians 10, 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. So those verses, especially the last one, capture this idea because it says everything. Like whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. So this includes your work. Whatever, whatever your job is, whether you love it or you hate it, um, all your relationships, all your tasks, all your time on social media, everything you do, you do for the glory of God. Um, that should be your chief desire when you go about a task or to do anything, really. Which sounds super overwhelming, and it is if you wake up and think, everything I do today, I have to do for the God's glory, and you like hold that in your consciousness. So even brush time. my teeth? Absolutely. Okay, what about like eating breakfast? Yeah. What about having a nice yes. glass of milk? Yes. Glass of scotch. Give me a, a hard one. If that's I mean, if it's if you're doing it right. What about a cigar? No. <laughs> nope, not that one. No. That one's your own. You're destroying your body. Yeah. So that's nothing God's glory. No, I think Spurgeon said something about God's glory and in Spurgeon cigars. Spurgeon was wrong, Rob. <laughs> Spurgeon was wrong. You think Spurgeon was right on everything? No, absolutely not. So. You think he's right on that? Uh, yeah, I do. Well, you'd be wrong on that. Well, Rick, what what did he say? Do you know what he said? He said a lot of things. Do you remember everything Spurgeon said? No, but the, in the exact re- the quote that we're talking about with his reference to cigars. Um, he's gonna smoke a cigar to God's glory. Yep, he yeah. did. So he do brought he brought he brought one of his friends. You think he did? Yeah, I bet he did. So how, he, how here, here's the backstory behind that? that. How do you know that, Rob? I don't know. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> he brought one well, of his friends in to to preach at at uh, his his church, and his friend was talking about all these things that he found to be disgraceful to God. And one of them was uh, smoking. Yes. And he pointed out his boy, Spurgeon. And he, Which one, I think they were good friends. They, they, Let's they, put that way. They were. Yeah. And this guy's preaching, and he points out Spurgeon yeah. to Spurgeon's congregation. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. What's your name? Logan. Logan, what's your last name? 
uh, Westerville like a long time ago. Mount Vernonia now. Okay, so we are back. We're we, back. We had a little bit of a conversation there with my neighbor, um, which was really cool because we got to talk to them about theology. Rob's sinful cigar smoking, trying to justify it with uh, Spurgeon. Come yeah, on, Rob. We, so real quick, that whole Spurgeon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, after that dude preached and threw his boy under the bus in front of his own congregation. <laughs> uh, he, good old Christians. Yeah, good friends. <laughs> um, he, Spurgeon then went up and thanked the guy for preaching. And he said that uh, some things for some people are sinful due to conscious and where scripture isn't black and white. We uh, go by our conscious and trying to be as faithful as we can to the Lord based off of what we know from scripture. Um, but he said, but tonight I will smoke a cigar to the glory of God. And they left on that note. <laughs> and so they may not have left on that note, but uh, that's pretty much how he concluded his buddy mm-hmm. preaching, which is a, a quote that a lot of guys who are Christians, who enjoy smoking cigars, and gals, um, really like that quote. Well, and sure, so, it justifies that position. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm wrong. I'm just saying, well, yeah. of course, like, if you can pull Spurgeon out to back you up, like... Then people will take advantage uh, of that. Absolutely. Prince of preachers. But right there, uh, my neighbor, that was, that was the deepest conversation I've had with him because he, he has a little bit of a past. He's had some trouble, um, but he came out and uh, just started talking to us. Mm-hmm. And so we got to chat with him about... Um, podcasting. Yeah, about podcasting. And he is actually thinking about starting a podcast and he wants to call it the Smoker's Lounge. And so we just... Rob's going to smoke marijuana with him. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but I'd love to talk with him about podcasting. And so uh, he said, hey man, if you get the chance sometime this week, let's let's chat chat it up about it. We're both here at the same time. Love to talk to you about yeah, podcasting was, and the whole setup. Good, it was a good segue, a good connection. Yeah, so Lord willing, that will lead to, to more conversations mm-hmm. um, and hopefully some opportunities to to share the gospel with them absolutely so praise god for that conversation way to work that hashtag house bud i like that that's right that's a whole nother episode whoop, whoop. yeah we'll do that in the future hashtag house all right anyway okay um, so we're we're back rick we've already yeah. talked about um went through our scriptures yep, all that good stuff gone through those so Rob, tell us some main takeaways from okay. this doctrine yeah let's wrap that's so let's wrap this thing up so the main takeaway is for the series as a whole. So this is the Sola's series. Just, let's be reminded that Sola in Latin means alone. And so we've talked about Sola Scriptura, Sola Gratia, Sola Fide, Sola Christus, and now Sola Deo Gloria. And so what we need to recognize with these five Solas is that everyone has one soul, though. Like, yeah, like that's it. That's exactly what we need to realize. And you have one soul, not five. In case Rob's confusing <laughs> yeah. you, okay, you have one soul. These five solas, okay. these five alone statements, they work together in that Scripture alone is our final authority. And in there, we, we understand the gospel. We are presented the gospel, and it's only through there that we have been presented the gospel. So Scripture alone is our final authority, but we are saved by grace alone. It's not anything that we have earned or deserved or worked for. It's God being gracious to us. And we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, not through our works, not through our church attendance, not through our faithfulness to reading Scripture, although that is something that we should be doing. But that is not what saves us. We are saved through faith alone, in Christ alone. So not through any other God, not through—there there are no other gods. Jesus is uh, 
the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, and God alone is the only living God through whom there is salvation. And so we're saved in Christ alone, not in ourselves, but only through Jesus. And all of this, this plan of salvation, everything that God is doing and working, everything that God has created, all of it is for God's glory alone. And so the main takeaway... Man, you're you're starting to preach. (laughs) Yeah, preach. Main takeaway for this series is that these solas, they work together. And not only that, but with this particular one, Sola Deo Gloria, we enjoy God, or we, we glorify God by enjoying God. Mm-hmm. We, when we take, let's use wine, or, or not even wine, let's use a good steak, so that anybody, anybody can enjoy a, a good steak, so long as they're not providentially hindered. Uh, they can enjoy Wait, steak. What do you mean by providentially hindered? I mean, some people just can't enjoy steak because maybe they don't have they don't have teeth. Like they can't eat certain okay. foods. So, so it's providentially they don't have teeth. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're hindered. They didn't choose to not have teeth. I imagine. You know what I mean? Well, really yeah, they didn't to. brush them. And then they run out. All right, out. that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, is that you can enjoy a steak. Anybody can enjoy a steak, but well, not if, they, if their stomach can't process it because the way they're born. You know what, Rick? <laughs> They'd be providentially hindered. (laughs) But the Christian can glorify God as he enjoys the steak because the Christian can recognize that this good gift of a steak and this good gift of taste buds to be able to enjoy good food like steak, it all comes from our good creator who is kind to give us these things. And so as the Christian enjoys that steak, they then recognize, man, all this that I'm enjoying is because God is so good to me, mm-hmm. and he's so loving to me. And he, right. not only has he given me this, but he has given me this great salvation that I haven't earned or deserved in Christ Jesus, where I will right. experience far greater things in the life to come mm-hmm. than just steak. Which, I mean, these aren't like all similar, but it's the same idea, whether it's your, your spouse or a child or um, a, a great job. Like, you give glory to God for those things. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a quote that I heard recently by Martin Luther I read. It's referring to blessings. Um, it's a similar idea of, of giving God glory, and I'm probably going to butcher this quote, but it says something like, um, our blessings might come through our vocation or our, our work, or they might come um, despite our vocation or by our work, but they never come because of our work. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, it, like we work hard, we, we be, we're diligent, we give God glory, but our gifts might come because, you know, we work hard and so this happens, but it's never because. It's always God's gift. And because it's God's gift, whether it's a good stake, whether it's a child, um, whether it's a great job, Whatever it is, you give glory to God for that thing. You don't hang your hat on that. Hey, that's my deal. You give glory to God on that. Yeah, what passage is it that says every good and perfect gift comes uh, from God? James. I don't know if you have it, the capabilities in your studio, but in my studio, yeah. um, I actually have the ability to look that up. Yeah, so, like, yeah. well, you asked me. You didn't say Every good search. and perfect gift comes from God is James, James 1.17. Good job, Rick. Thanks. You got like half of it. You got the book. And he said James 1. 
Oh, book and chapter. All right, two thirds. Thank you. Not a boy. Appreciate that. <laughs> Which actually, when you can narrow from sixty-six books down to one, and then from five chapters down to one, right? One chapter out of how many chapters are in the Bible? I don't know. I don't know. That's more than just two thirds. Yeah. I would say. If you can, if you can get the the chapter or the book in the chapter, then you can figure out where you're, it is in there. You're pretty close to home there, Buckaroo. Yeah. But as we close, good good quote from our boy John Piper, Johnny P. Um. It's Doctor. It's Reverend Doctor John Piper. Yeah, Pope Piper, um, who who coined this term Christian hedonism, mm-hmm. and the, so just give a quick give a definition of hedon, hedonism. So yeah, so hedon, hedonism is he, hedonism. 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 It's not hedonism. It's hedonism. No, hedonism. Talk about the man. <laughs> uh, hedonism is looking for the most possible pleasure, and so people who are hedonist. Um, their decisions are based off of what will bring them the most pleasure. And so they don't take any other thing into consideration for the most part. It's just what is the most pleasurable for me to do right now. And so Christian hedonism, it can be defined like this. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. And so we're looking for ways to glorify God. How do we glorify God? How do we take this doctrine of sola deo gloria and, and simplify it in our everyday walk? God is most glorified in our lives when we are most satisfied in him. So I think that's a, that's a good that. way to wrap this up unless True you've got that. something else there, Ricky G. I do have something else. Um, if you want to contact us, you can totally do that. Rob has been so gracious in the show notes to put all my exact wording so I don't screw up anymore. But <laughs> we're on Facebook at Simple Theology, Twitter at Simple Theology underscore. You can always support us on Patreon, which Patreon is not so much a, I mean, it is a social networking thing. It's more of um, investing in entrepreneurs and young creators, or I guess old creators. But Yeah, it's a way for creators to get a little kickback. Or, yeah, so if you want to support the, the podcast, we'd love that. We already got a, a subscriber, um, but yeah, Simple Theology. On Patreon and simpletheology.org is our website, so check it out. Rick, you didn't mess up once on that. That's pretty darn good. That was very good. Later. Well, you forgot the, the, the call to action, no, man. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Yeah. Please leave us a rating on iTunes. That didn't sound like you read off the or script at all. wherever you listen to podcasts. We're doing a podcast. Simple Theology. Yeah, check it out, man. Seriously, we were just talking to a dude about What kind podcast. of podcast do you want to do? Yeah? Like any particular city or anything like that? Like Cleveland sports, Columbus sports, Pittsburgh sports, all sports? Yeah? Did you guys do it together? Host, co-host? Did you guys do a host, co-host thing? Soli Deo Gloria, which is a Latin term for glory to God alone. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Peace out, guys. If you need any advice, Rob's really good at it. Tanya. Um, and he lives here. Peace out, guys. They didn't seem as interested in the other guys. But you could get like a little podcast cohort. Dude, we could get a little, we got all our neighbors now interested yeah. in podcasting. This is amazing. Hashtag house, baby. <laughs> Hashtag house, you're right. All right, close it out, Rick. Um, yeah, so glad you're listening. Tell your friends about the show. Um, yeah, if you get a chance, but do give us a rating. And if you're really brave, leave a review. Love to hear from you guys. I will say, um, as great as our listeners are, I have not really heard a whole lot of feedback. Yeah, we've got some ratings on iTunes, which they say the average podcast has less than 10 ratings. I think we're just now sitting at 10. 
which okay. means we're above average. But well, guys, no, if you if, really want to be amazing, if the average has ten and we have no, ten, we're average. The average has less than ten. Okay, okay. Yeah. So if you guys want to be amazing and really pump us up, but you know what? I actually, I want to change. All right, I would change. rather you actually contact us personally and give us your thoughts well, on the show. Leave a rating too, because that helps us. Right. No, that I helps the show. Right. But you know, what? I want to. I want to connect with these people. I do too. So I'm not all but about leave ratings, a rating and then Robert. and then okay, contact I'm not about us. ratings. I'm about the people. I'm about relationships. Leave a rating and then contact so, us. Talk to, contact us. Don't worry about the rating. Leave a rating. Don't worry about the rating. Peace out. Ratings are terrible. Later. Contact us.